Charles Louis Mortgage Advisors, 0161 959 0166. Well, welcome along to the latest Forever Blue podcast. Now, this one is slightly different than normal. Mm. Uh, we're not going to talk about anything topical. Uh, we're going to basically just do a quiz among three of the Forever Blue gang. Now, uh, we have with us tonight Adam P, Adam W and Andy. So we've got two Adams just to confuse things. Uh, but we've got three of uh, the... Uh, the Further Blue team with us. A uh, big shout out, of course, to, as you just heard, to uh, uh, charleslouis.co.uk, who are the sponsors of the podcast. Thanks very much to, to them. They're, they're great supporters. Uh, they are mortgage advisors and so much more in the uh, house transaction process. So if you want to call them, uh, then you heard the number and you can also look on the website, charleslouis.co.uk, and you'll see the number on there and lots of information. Follow them on Twitter, and you will also, and I regularly put their Twitter handle in some of the tweets that I do, and you'll see the regular tweets that they do that give advice and tell you what they're up to. Now, listen, the way this quiz is going to work, it's obviously a Manchester City quiz, um, but anybody can have a go at this. And I would expect that if you're listening to the podcast, that you can have a go too. Um, obviously, we won't know what your score is or anything like that, but you can see how you do. Uh, and, you know, it's, it'll just bring back a few memories, I think. First and foremost, gentlemen, I have to say, first, thank you very much for taking part in it. But um, the, the main thing that you must understand is that I'm the sole arbitrator, right? There is no <laughs> discussion about whether I'm right or wrong or whether I'm being fair to you or not, okay? So, um, so it's as simple as that. Uh, the, there's only one boss in this situation, and that's me, right? Okay, we all agreed on that, yeah? Right. Okay. Right, now, we've got five rounds. Before we start the, the, uh, the quiz, uh, in, in all of good game shows, they always get each of the contestants to introduce themselves. So I'm going to start with um, Adam P. And I'm going to say, Adam, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, uh, I live near the old site of Main Road, not too far from there. I used, grew up in Withington, used to walk to those games. Um, I'm 51 years old. I've been going since I was about six. Um, I don't go away anymore. I went to a few in the in the late 80s and 90s, but don't go away so much anymore. Uh, that's it, really. And is there anything, they always do this when I've been on, uh, Andy will know about this because he's a successful businessman. You go away on these sort of um, uh, group things when they all bond together everything, and they always say, tell us something that, that might surprise us about you, something that very few people know. So what is that, Adam, in your, in your case? Uh, I spent a month and a half living on a Himalayan mountain in my 20s. Wow. Well, that's a pretty good, that's a tough act <laughs> for the other two to follow. <laughs> uh, let's go to the other Adam, Adam W. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself, Adam. Yeah. So as you said, my name's Adam. I am 23 years old, which means that I'm a bit of a, at a bit of a disadvantage for the quiz, I feel. Um, I was either not born too young or too drunk for, for the whole history of Manchester City, I think. So um, I, we'll see how I do, but uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm not not so confident, but we'll see. But my interesting fact um, is my heart's on the other side of of my body, which is something not many people know. But yeah, wow, wow. <laughs> you've got one though. You've got one. That's I've the main thing. Just about people have said that I don't, but I do honestly. <laughs> right, Andy, um, tell us a bit about yourself. Well, um, fifty six just turned. Uh, started 
really following City when I was a student in Manchester uh, back in 83 and mixing that with playing rugby and following City. So it wasn't so intense until I stopped playing, uh, which is 15 years ago. And then pretty much it's been full on, uh, home and away, uh, every, every game I can. And uh, something you don't know about me. Wow. Um, uh, well, I'm Welsh first. That's the, you might know. Uh, and I'm proud of being Welsh. And I follow the Welsh team uh, also home and away. So uh, I don't know how many other City fans there are. I don't see too many. It's normally Swansea, Cardiff and Wrexham. And uh, they're a bit amused by the fact that it's North Walian. Who uh, who follows City also also bothers with his uh, national team. So there you go. That's, that's brilliant. Well, those are our contestants. Um, so my heart's in Wales. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's on the right. It's more actually yours is on the wrong side of your body, then, isn't it? If you're supporting <laughs> Wales, so uh, yeah. Right. So we've got the two Adams. We got a point for abuse. That one. Get that. I'm the man who decides which points you get. <laughs> Right, okay, so we're going to start with um, around one, I thought, you know, that would be the good one. Now, in this one, um, rather than shouting out the answers, which, uh, which would be a bit confusing, I will be watching the three of you very closely. We're doing this all on Zoom, so I can see you. So I will make the judgment on who puts their hand up first or who goes for it first. So I'm going to read out a clue as to a former City player, in this case, just one clue. Now, it's almost impossible that you're going to get it from this one. So what I'll do is the person who shoves up the hand, first of all, um, and this is for five points if you get this right, by the way, um, they, will, they will go first. And then I'll decide whether tactically the other two have just decided to wait and see what the other people say and whether or not I'll bring anybody else in because you know, I've, I've got to adjudicate this as fairly as possible. So here's your first clue. I am 40 years old. Anybody want to have a go at that one? 40 years old, former City player. Nobody wants to have a start. You can have a guess because it doesn't cost you anything. Don't, don't take any points away if you get it wrong. Nobody. Right, OK. So here's your second clue. Still for five points. I am the current head coach of Bayern Munich's second team. 40 years old and the current head coach of Bayern Munich's second team. I must say, by the way, we're recording this in November of 2021. So if you're discovering this podcast sort of three years in the future and you've got, this person isn't the, the, the current head coach, you've got to understand when it's being recorded, right? So no, nobody's going for it yet, no? Okay, we'll go for the third clue. And this is the last one that will credit you with five points if you get it correct. I hold an Italian passport. So 40 years of age, current head coach of Bayern Munich's second team and hold an Italian passport. I've got a lot of very confused looking faces here. That's the idea of the first three clues, to be honest. So we will move now. And if you've got it, by the way, and you're listening to this, well done. Brilliant. Give yourself five points. Write it down. See how many you get. So now for four points, as I give you the next clue, no Googling it, by the way, Andy. I can see you're looking down. No, you're not looking, doing any Googling. <laughs> right. Um I've made 51 appearances That's for my the second abuse. That's I'm writing, you know, old-fashioned <laughs> analog. I can't remember. <laughs> I've made 51 appearances for my country. I was a central defender. And right, Adam, P, go on, Adam. Daniel Van Byten. 
No, no, but at least you've had a go. Anybody else wants to have a go? No. I'll give you another clue. This should give you a big, big clue to this. Um, I made 52 appearances for River Plate. So despite holding an Italian passport. Zabaletta. Not Zabaletta, no. You didn't put your hand up, Andy, but, um, but I'll, I'll <laughs> Sorry. let you get away with that, yeah. Okay, so nobody's, uh, nobody's going for anything on that one. So now we come to the three-point answer. I made nearly 100 appearances for City from 2013 to 2016. So the, these are players that you've seen play. There's no question that you've seen these. Even Adam, even Adam, who's only a kid, you know, has seen this guy play. So don't give me afterwards that you don't know who he is, right? This is the clue that will absolutely clinch it for you. So be ready. First hand up. I used to wear my hair in a ponytail. Andy. Dean Michaelis. Dean Michaelis is the correct answer. So Adam gets three points. Uh, sorry, Andy gets three points. And Adam W was right behind on that one. The other clue would have been Manuel Pellegrini signed me from Malaga for £4.2 million. So there you go. Failed really on that one. That's why I went for Zabba because a lot of Argentinians have Italian passports. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was a clue for you. Mm. So here's your bonus question, Andy, for getting that one right. Yeah, this one's for five points. Um, how many goals did Martin Di Michelis score for City? Including own goals. Just talking about positive goals. <laughs> oh. This is for five points, the bonus five points. Three. Is correct. <laughs> so at the end of the first question, Andy has eight and the other two are trailing behind. Right, you got the idea. Here's the next one. Get ready to put your hand up as soon as you know. Five points if you get it straight away. I was born in Bremen in Germany. Andy. Bert Schaubman. Correct. Five points for Andy. <laughs> so we'll go through the other we'll go through the other questions, the other clues. As well as playing for City, I managed one other English club. Do you know who that other English club was, by the way? Because we know it's Bert Troutman now. Stockport County. So say Stoke. He also managed, and this would have foxed you, Burma, Tanzania, Liberia, Pakistan and North Yemen. I wouldn't have known that. Uh, I never scored a goal in my football career despite making 553 appearances. That would have given me a clue it was a goalkeeper even though my wife said defender. Um, and I never played for my country. Mm -hmm. Obviously, didn't play for Germany. I was awarded an honorary OBE in 2004 for my work in, in uh, Anglo-German relations. I was an FA Cup winner uh, for City in 1956, and I signed from St. Helens Town. So those were the clues that you would have had. Great goalkeeper, by the way. Uh, you, you probably saw him play, Andy, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I actually shook his hand once at a sponsors event at the club, and he had he had hands like spades. Yeah, he was an absolute giant, a gentle giant, a, a lovely man. And um, I think it, I think unfortunately, I, I have read his autobiography. So uh, yeah, I knew about the brain connection straight away. I don't think that was highlighted so much in the keeper his his origins. So. Uh, another great tribute to a great man. Well, there's your bonus question, which would give you another five points, Andy. Um, so you, you're in pole position for this as well. Um, who did City beat in that famous FA Cup final when Bert, Bert broke his neck? Birmingham City. It's correct. 
Wow, he's romping away with this at the moment. Um, you two Adams have got a bit of chat catching up to do here, but we've got, yeah. we've got plenty of time yet. Um, right, let's move on to the next one. Remember, hands ready to shoot up as soon as you know. I'm five foot seven inches tall. I was at QPR for seven seasons. Oh, hang on a minute, Adam I'm, W. I'm out, I'm out. <laughs> well, you didn't say anything. I, I did. I shouted out David Silver because I, I was quite a young player. It's oh. not David Silver. A small player, rather. I know. Oh, I was at QPR yeah. for seven seasons as a youth player. Andy again. Um, Shawright Phillips? No. Okay. I made one appearance for England's under-19s in 2012. Adam P. Trevor Sinclair? No. But we're getting some decent answers coming in now. Am I okay so, to carry on? Am I okay to guess again, even though I guess? Go on, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm just asking. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can guess again. Yeah, yeah. Right, so on to the four-point clues now. My mother, Nadine Clark, ran competitively for her country. Looking at uh, blank faces. I grew up in Neesden, London, but was born in Jamaica. Oh. Right, Adam. Sterling. W. Raheem Sterling. So four points, Adam W is off the mark. And you have a um, bonus question here. Another potential five points, Adam, so don't throw it away. How many Premier League titles has Sterling won? Three. Is correct. So three extra points as well. Go on, do you want to name them? What years they were? So 1718, 1819, and then 2021. That's correct. It's funny how he, well, he, he well. is such a popular player and he's done so much for City, and yet he's had his critics as well. I mean, I never quite understand that because I think he's such a lively, gifted player. Um would you disagree with me on that? Yeah, I don't. I don't think he's been great over the past twelve months. I think the form that he showed for England in the Euros was completely different to how uh, he's been. He's been playing for City. I've, I've not rated him at all, um, but hopefully he can um, he can recreate his old form. I've still got hope with him. You know, I've not given up. So fingers crossed that between now and when we decide to sell him, by the sounds of it, in the summer, hopefully he'll be able to either increase his market value so we'll get some money for him or um, or actually, be, you know, have a, a decent impact on the season and hopefully win us the Champions League. Yeah, well, he's always a player I will um, remember fondly whenever he, his time comes and he moves on. Um, right, so next round, next one, I should say. We've got um, three more, I think, in this category. So this is for five points. Uh, Alone best known for my time at City, I played more games for the team who, who play where I was born. So although I'm best known for my time at City, I played more games for the team who play where I was born. Second question, uh, second clue is, I spent several years living in India as a young man as my father was posted there when I was a child. And those are for five points. I mean, you can hazard a guess. Go on, Andy. That is two it is incorrect, but you had a guess, and I, I'm not going to award you a point for that, but at least you were brave enough to put your head above the parapet, which I, uh, I admire. So we'll move on now to four points. Don't wave your hand in the air like that, Adam. Sorry. It's like when, when you're at an auction and you and you move <laughs> your hand, you know, he thinks you're bidding for something. He moved his hand up in the air there. Um, after leaving school, I started my working life as a bricklayer. And that's Adam P. 
It's not Tony Buck, is it? It is Tony Buck. Four Ooh. points for Adam Pay off the mark. Off the mark. So the other clues I would have given you in 1964, I had a season at Toronto City. I wouldn't have known that, and I've known Skip, as he's known for a long, long time. Um, I was named Football Writers Player of the Year in 1969 in a joint award with... Dave Mackay. Dave Mackay, yeah. And you know what? I'm going to give you an extra point for that. That's, that's, that's brilliant. Yeah, no, no, I'll give you one for that. I succeeded. Well, go on, we'll give extra points for these, right? Um, who did he succeed as manager of City? Now, I know this throws Adam a bit of a wobbler, Adam W, but... Who did Tony Buck succeed as city manager? Jimmy Frizzell. No. Do you care for a guess, Adam? Hang on a minute. <laughs> How can I not know this? I, I, this would have really stretched me. It's gone right on my head. I don't know. 76. Ron Saunders. Yes. Ron Saunders. Oh. I was 32 years old when I signed for City. And I won the League Cup as a player in 1970, then as a manager in 1976. So those were the clues. Tony Buck is the answer. Right. The bonus question for Adam P, who got the answer right, was Buck was signed for City from Plymouth. What was the fee? Now, I'll give you, <laughs> I'll give you a little bit of leeway here. It doesn't have to be exact, but, but it's got to look as if it's fairly much on the button. So what was the fee that City played, paid to Plymouth for Tony Buck. So take uh, yourself back to that era, you know, and the sort of fees that they might have been. It's not under a million, I can tell you that. £10,000. <laughs> it's £17,000. And I think I'll give you two points because it, it was sort of in the right ballpark, but, but not near enough to get the full five. Very so there you go. Tony you. Buck. You must have seen him play, Andy. Definitely, yeah. I'm just astonished by the levelling up of this referee. And it's like watching City this. When we go, you know, you go 3 0 up, and then, dear me, it's like Christmas and birthdays. It, it went to VAR, that one. <laughs> yeah, I saw, I saw Skip in all his roles. And uh, obviously, he's been a feature that I haven't seen him so much recently. I know he's obviously getting on a bit now, but, um, you know, he's been around the club um, in, in all. Possible uh, roles and, and has done a great deal in the hospitality area for, for many years. Lovely fella. And, Amazing, uh, man. I saw him coming yeah. out of the game after the Bruges game recently. And, okay. uh, uh, I think he was with his son, but certainly he was he was with somebody else and he said hello to me and everything. Lovely, lovely fella. Um, right, we can move on to our next question. Uh, feel free to dive in. Right, mm -hmm. I am six foot two. Eyes of blue. Oh. Did you say something, then, Andy? Just eyes of blue. It just it's like you know a song. Maybe. <laughs> sing it, yeah, sing it if oh. you want. <laughs> I was a member of my country's World Cup squad in two thousand and two, and for the two thousand and twelve Euros, and I played eighty times for my country, scoring eight goals. Those are the five point clues. Want to hazard a guess at that? Five points up for grabs. Lots of furrowed brows. So we'll move on to the four-point clues. I was a member of Everton's Youth Cup winning team in 1998. I finished my career at Queen's Park Rangers. Four points up for grabs. 
you'll definitely get it from the next clue, but then we're down to three points. So if nobody's venturing a, a guess at this one, I hold two unwanted Premier League records. Most, uh, Adam P just got that one. Richard Dunn. Is correct. So uh, that's for three points. Uh, the two unwanted Premier League records are most own oh, goals, goals, 10, and most sendings off, 8, which he shares with a point for each of them, if you can guess who he shares that with. Vinnie Jones. No, not Vinnie Jones. I'm not going to knock any points off for shouting out, so feel free to have a go if you want. Premier, Premier League sendings off, you said? Yeah. On two unwanted Premier League records. Most on goals, 10. Most sendings off with two other players. The other clue I was going to give you, by the way, he was born in Dublin. So, so you know, on a venture. Could have had a point for Patrick Vieira. Oh. Could have had a point for Duncan Ferguson. So, um, your bonus question, Adam P. And if you don't know this, you can surely have a guess. Okay. That's my clue. All right, right. What is my middle name? Oh, Patrick. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> well, very good. Um, we move on to, uh, let me see, we've got to another question here, or is that it? Yeah. And then I think we're on to round two. So at the end of round one, let me top this up. 18 points for Andy. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, uh, fifteen points for Adam P, and seven for Adam W at the end of round one. We move on to round two. Now this is the nearest one, so you've got your bits of paper. I can see the answers that you write down. So this is where you write down the answer, and then I go through the three of you to see who is nearest. If you get this, the nearest, you get five points. If you get it exact, you get 10 points. So this is a potential game changer for Adam to get right back in this. Wow. Okay. So, Colin Bell is regarded by many as the greatest player, certainly of his era, to have played for the Blues. How many games did he play for City in the European Cup Winners' Cup, which the Blues won in 1970? So, I need you to put a number down. So that's just the number of appearances in the European Cup Winners' Cup. Colin Bell. I could have asked you how many England appearances he made, which would have been 48. I'm sure you didn't know that. You're looking blank at that. <laughs> but it's how many appearances in the European Cup Winners' Cup. So let's start with Adam P. Have you all written a number down, by the way? Yeah. Let's go with Adam P then. What's your number, Adam? Do you want me to hold it up or just say it? Just say it. 11. 11. Uh, Andy? He's holding up six. And Adam W is? Seven. Seven. How many did you say, Adam P? 11. 11. You've got the nearest, so you get five. The answer is 16. They had a very good run. They ran to the semi-finals the year before they won it and then won it the, the second year. And he played, I think, in every game. And obviously the two-legged game. I thought he just well. went in one year. Oh. I didn't say that. I didn't oh. say that. Uh, don't be questioning the question, Master. Here. Mm. Uh, right, next question. Same drill. Write it down. 
Uh, and this time we'll ask uh, Andy to go first. Uh, how old, and remember we're recording this in November 2021, how old is Carlos Tevez? No Googling, obviously, and, and all that sort of stuff. It's just uh, not in the spirit of the game. So how old do you reckon Carlos Tevez is? Let me know when you've got uh, an answer written down. So Andy's got one. Adam P's got one. And Adam W's got one. Right, let's start with you, Andy. 39. Adam W. 34. 34. And... Adam P. 38. 38. Wow. Once again, Adam P, I think, has done it. And the answer is 37. He was born on uh, the 5th of February, 1984. Yeah, but he looks a lot older. Come on. It's got to be an adjustment factor. <laughs> well, I wouldn't have actually put you down as 56 or whatever it is you claimed you were before, Andy. So uh, hey, listen, that works both ways. Beirut paper round. <laughs> Next one. What was the, and I was at this game, by the way, uh, and I actually went round and counted it, right? Um, what was the official, official attendance at Main Road for the auto windscreen shield game against Mansfield Town on the 8th of December, 1998? The, uh, the City were in the third tier of English football. It was the only game they played in that. It's had lots of different names. I think it's called the Papa John's at the moment, where it's been called all sorts of this associate members cup was the original name of it before it get, got sponsors and everything. Um, City lost 2-1 to Mansfield in this one and only game. I was there in the crowd. I can promise you. I know lots of people probably claim they were. I definitely was there. What was the official attendance? So let's start with you, Adam W. What are you going for? 6,000. 6,000. Nice round number. Uh, Adam P. I'm going for 3,027. Okay, and um, what about Andy? Very close to Adam P, 3,100. Well, he's done it again, Adam P. Um, the answer is 3,007. Oh, that's oh. ridiculous. He's knocking it out of the park here at the moment, that's Adam P. Uh, here's another one that um, I bet Adam P will oh, be oh. favourite for. <laughs> Limpardo, great bloke. I mean, I remember doing one of my commentaries on... Uh, when I was doing the, 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 the videos for City back in the 80s and, and Glyn was one of those who sat with me up there and was, was just amazing. Lovely, lovely fella. Obviously, he's the granddad of uh, Tommy Doyle along with Mike Doyle. Glyn Parnell was 15 years old when he's made his City debut in April 1962 against Birmingham. 15 years and how many days? <laughs> A bit of rolling of the eyes there from Andy. Which doesn't come over well on the audio podcast, but I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Glenn Pardo, 15 years and how many days when he made his City debut in April 1962? I'm pretty sure it's still the record for the youngest senior player to play for Manchester City in a competitive game. So, um, I think we're up to Adam P going first again here. So, Adam? I've gone for 89. 89, OK. Uh, then we go to Andy. Uh, 341. Okay, and Adam W? 225. Oh, 225. And what was yours, Andy? 341. 
three, four, one. I think Andy's got it because the answer is three hundred and fourteen. Three hundred and fourteen. So uh, that's 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 where the bonus for getting all three numbers, but not necessarily <laughs> in the right order. That, that just smacks a little bit of some fiddling going on. You know, I'll fiddle. <laughs> I'll Google it very substitiously, and then I'll twist the numbers round just so that it looks like <laughs> you were a wild guess. Me. There's nothing going on here. <laughs> yeah, 314 is the answer. Right, is is a good one for you. <laughs> you have time to do this anyway. Took me a little while to work it out. Right, according to the AA route planner, <laughs> if you'd driven to Bruges, Brighton, and West Ham recently. Uh, which I did, by the way, setting off from the and returning to the Etihad Stadium each time. So you don't go between the three, you go there and back three times from the Etihad, not from where you live, via the Channel Tunnel, by the way, when you go to Bruges. Uh, how far would you have driven in miles? This is an interesting one, I think. Uh, it's quite revealing as well, because I saw some people guessing how far that was. Bruges, Brighton, uh, and West Ham. Bruges, Brighton, and West Ham. Eight days. I went with um, the three lads I normally travel with by car. We went down to uh, Dover, over to Dunkirk. And obviously doing what we did probably was slightly more mileage because you go past the Channel Tunnel to get down to Dover. So um, I think we drove slightly further. Plus, I don't live at the Etihad. <laughs> Uh, right, so um, Andy, you're going first on this one. I'm going for 1,500 miles. Okay, what about Adam W? Oh, God, I had no idea. I went 7,000 in the end. I've dropped it down. <laughs> I don't, I've, I've, no, I've no concept of distance or geography or anything. <laughs> oh, God, that would have been a challenge, 7,000 miles. That's, that's, what's that? Is that like a quarter of the way around the world? I know it felt like it when we were driving, particularly coming back from Bruges. But, um, uh, well, actually, it probably felt worse coming back from West Ham because we'd gone out of the, uh, the Carabao Cup. But uh, uh, what about you, Adam P? I went for 1,650. Adam P, because the answer is 1,795.9 miles. Well done, For all those people who did it, well done. And the last one in this particular round. In March 2018, City became the first Premier League team to complete 900 passes within a game. A 1-0 home win against Chelsea. Ilkay Gundogan broke Yaya Torre's record during that game of the most individual passes. But how many did he make? So the team collectively... So this is a clue for you, Adam, Adam W. Um, it's obviously going to be less than 900 because that was the net amount that the team did. Right? So don't come back with a 1,000 or something, right? How many did Ilkay Gundogan do in that game? Um, so that was a, a new record. It may have been surpassed since then, but certainly that was a record in March 2018. So we're going to go with Adam W first. 158. Okay. Uh, let's go to Adam P. I was going to go for a quarter of a million, but then after you gave me that clue, <laughs> I changed it to 170. Okay. And what about Andy? Uh, and I've gone for 216. 
I'll tell you what, Adam is knocking this out of the park. Adam P. Um, the answer is <laughs> yeah, 167. He was only three out. 167. Well done. Can, can the next question be? Can next question be? Can can Adam P give us the lottery numbers for? Well, I'm just totting up the, uh, the scores here, and uh, the scoreboard has changed somewhat here. So, in third place at the moment, after two rounds, is Adam W with 14 Ooh. points. You doubled <laughs> your score there. You doubled your score, so well done. Um. I think I've got that right. Anyway, or maybe I've given you seven for I, 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 I didn't get anything right. I'll I'm give you this. Yeah, well, so, so that means you're points. still on seven then. That means you're still points. on seven. I'll, I'll take the extra. I'll take the extra seven. <laughs> I'm almost tempted to give you the extra seven out of sympathy. Uh, Andy's got 23. And uh, Adam P has moved on to an amazing 40. So a um, bit of work to do there. Right, now then, on this one. Uh, this is going to be one of those where you raise your hand, first one to give the, give the answer, okay? Uh, I'm going to ask you a question. If Whoever gets this question right, the quickest, then gets the chance to get several bonus points. But any that he doesn't pick up, whoever it is who gets this right, I will then throw bonus points out to the rest of the people as well. But you will have, whoever it is, the first stab at it, all right? So here we go. Get ready. Who is City's current number nine? And that was Andy. Gabriel Jesus. Is correct. So that gives you five points for getting that right. Uh, and your bonus questions, right? There were five players. I want you to name the five players before Gabriel Jesus who wore the number nine shirt. And you get two points for each one. Uh, as soon as you get one wrong, it goes open to the others. So you get the first go at this. So the other uh, five, the previous five players. They're going to get the kids. Number nine. <laughs> eh? They're going to go and get the kids. <laughs> oh, my Lord. So I've got to get the first one before him as a starter. As, as, as soon as, as long as you get one right, you can have another go. You get another go. You get another go. Once you've got one wrong, they open it out to the other two. And again, it'll be the same format. As soon as they get one right, they keep going. As soon as they get one wrong, then it, it goes. And once all three have gone out, you come back in, Andy. So give me one at war number nine. Andy only. The one before Jesus. Any of the five, I think. Any of them. Oh, five. any of the five. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Crikey. Um, who is that big Spaniard? The nutter. Um, Oh. The Spaniard in quotes, the nutter. Um, yeah. Come on. I don't want to slander anybody on here, Andy. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, no, I'm going to have to move on. My brain's dead. Oh. You can't Man. think of one. Do you know what? I'm struggling with uh, the last few, yeah, to be honest. I don't right. really... Of the other two, of the two Adams, put your hand up if you think you know one. Right. Adam P just got you. Uh, you going for one? I go for Ed in Jekyll. Uh, didn't wear the number nine, yeah. so Adam P, Adam W, it's all down to you now. Negredo? It's correct, two points. That's the, that's the one, thank you. I gave you a clue. Right. You want to go, another, go, another one, Adam W? I don't, I don't think I have another one. Um, yeah, you put me on the spot there. God, five That's three. the idea of a quiz. 
Do we have to wait for Adam to get it wrong now? Just gonna say, yeah, um, yeah, right, yeah. Okay. Um, He's got a free, free hit here. God, uh, right for then. Uh, Adebayo is correct. So that's another mm. two points for Adam. Racking him up now. Good work. So you've got uh, three more that you can name. Did Did Joe wear wear the line at one point? No, he didn't. So it's open to everybody again now. Go on, uh, Andy. Tevez? No. 32, I seem to remember he wore. So it's a free-for-all now. I'll give you the free-for-all. Any more names you want to throw oh. in there? I'm going to give you... I saw a thing this. I can't think of any. Oh, God. It's not great for a podcast, this dead air, but... Maybe I'll give you a clue. Um, one of them... Uh, was a very, very promising striker who had massive injury problems and never had the chance to properly fulfil what we thought was his enormous potential. Daniel Sturridge? No. Sorry. Go on, and Andy. Uh, Adam, I mean. Me? Yeah. I was going to guess Bianchi? No, I'll give you the yeah. answers. I think you're struggling here. Nolito yeah. was one. Ugh. Valerie Bodjinov was the one I was thinking of. <sighs> and Emil Empenza. So they were the last five. Shocking. It's not a good number to have, that is it? Shocking, that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. Sorry, that's a curse. No wonder we were all struggling. <laughs> right, so here's your next one. Same same, uh, same thing here. There's only one more you'll be glad to know of this type of question. Five points for the right answer, and then it's the same drill that the person who gets it right gets first goal for the bonus points. Okay, so here's the question. Who was City's top Premier League goal scorer last season? Adam W. Gundogan. Correct. So you get the five points for that one, Adam. So this is your round now. You're starting to run away with this one. one. Yeah, I'm going. Come on. <laughs> right. Who were the last six City players who were City's top Premier League goal scorer? Now, come on. You've got to be able to knock some of these off, Adam. So um, yeah. who are you going for first? Sorry, these are, this is my bonus points. Okay. Um, yeah. So we've obviously gone for we've got Gundogan and then if, uh, Sterling is correct for two points. Yeah. Uh, Aguero for two points. Uh, ooh. So we're not talking about the last five, last six seasons. We're talking yeah. about the last ones. So I'll tell you now that Sergio Aguero oh. did it on more than one occasion. Oh, so, okay. Okay, got it. Um, Tevez? Is correct. In those five. Um, before then. So you've got three more to go out here. Okay. Jekko? Correct. Yeah. Uh, two more. Two more. Um trying to think one you'll kick yourself if you don't get Ooh. I think the, the the oldest one in this sequence is the hardest one to get I would yeah I, I was looking I was trying to look further back perhaps need to come a bit closer to yeah to there's that. one right in the middle of all this yeah I don't know you might have to pass on that one okay and the other two anybody want to have a go right Andy first in Uwe Rosler no not that far back Oh, Pino, for anything? No, I'm stumped. 
Come on, you you all know this player. I mean, you know them both, massive players. Oof! It'll come to Adam W in a minute. It's just it's right in front of him, and it's about to hit him in the face. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna it's gonna annoy me when I find out. Mm. Right, you're not going to get the oldest one of this sequence. So I'm going to tell you that one, and it's Rubinho. Oh no! Oh, I'm surprised. So that leaves one of the sort of current type players, not saying current, but current type players, who was top scorer in the 13-14 season. Oh, Adam P. Yeah, yeah. Is correct. Can't believe that. Yeah. How did you not get that? What a season that was. It was like 20, 20 assists, 20 goals or something. He scored about nine free kicks or something, didn't he? Absolutely. Where they had to have everyone on the line. <laughs> They'd have a man on the line, but he still managed to get it in somehow. <laughs> Tevez was top scorer twice. Sergio Aguero one, two, three, four, five, six times. Mm. Uh, the rest were were one each. So uh, that's the end of that one. So at the end of that round, um, Andy moves on to twenty eight points. Adam P moves on to forty two points. And coming up very quickly on the rails is uh, nine. 11, 16, 18, 20, 22, 24. Ooh. 24, Adam W. Only oh, just behind Adam and here. <laughs> right, so we're on to round four. Uh, and uh, I've called this round Empty Seats. Hey. Uh, just thought, you know, self-deprecating humour and all that. So what was the attendance at City 3 Queen's Park Rangers 2 on the 13th of May 2012. So it's another one you're going to have to write down this one. What was the official attendance that day? The, arguably the biggest game in Manchester City's history and the most famous day. Guero scoring that goal. Zabaleta first. QPR coming back, taking the lead. Dzeko scores and Aguero scores 93-20. We know all that. What was the crowd? We all three, I, I said, take it in the crowd that day, were you? No, I wasn't. So. You weren't born then, were you not, Adam? <laughs> no, I was at home. I didn't have a season ticket back then. So I, I was at home with the family watching it. What, what was that moment like then, watching it on TV? Crazy, yeah. And we just ran out and onto the street. It was, uh, it was mental, yeah. The, the whole family was round. There's about 15 of us round for the big barbecue that day. And uh, I mean, what, how old was I then? I was 14. So... Yeah, it was amazing. Didn't I didn't and I remember it because I didn't have a single drink because I was too young. So it's probably good actually that I was so young. I can remember it. My dad still doesn't remember the day, so at least I could. <laughs> I suspect Andy was probably snoo- you know, smoozing somewhere on 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 Bollinger or something. What what were you doing, uh, Andy? I was I hated the whole day, to be honest. It was awful. Yeah, what do you mean you hated the whole I day? Did. <laughs> I, did. I did. It was uh well, I'll tell you, we uh the club had been a little bit presumptuous and filled the fridges in the hospitality area, boxes full of champagne. And um, the second half was dreadful and we couldn't watch. It was just awful. And most of the people who I was with were in were at Wembley 99. So we were all kind of like reminiscing on uh, what, what pain we were going through yet again. And, um, well, of course it ended... It ended, as, as we all know, in a euphoric uh, uh, victory in a way that we'll never never see again. But my memory of the day, it isn't that. It is that it was pure hell. 
I, I hated it. Um, but of course, you know, we, we got what, what, what we deserved and that was our first title, but um, not enjoyable. I mean, not at all. Sorry. I just don't want to, I don't know what's their own version, but that was it. Um, it was horrible. Go on, Adam P. You've got to give us a lift after that. Well, no, I mean, I was there with me with me little girl. It was her first season, and uh, so she'd have only been about seven, I think. Um, so she's got a false understanding of what what it's been like to have lived my life as a City fan because that was her first season uh, at the game. And I mean, I remember when the ball we were we were right behind the right behind the angle where Aguero scored that goal. That was we couldn't have been in a better seat. It was aimed, the shot came right at us, and um, I just remember as he opened up his body, and I can remember everything. I remember all of all the anguish that Andy's talking about. I remember every minute of everything until the moment when he when you knew he just wasn't going to go down for the penalty when he was going to take the shot on, and at that moment my my brain just cuts out and I. I don't really remember anything uh, until the announcer said, would everyone please get off the pitch because we need to award the trophy. And that just kind of snapped me back into reality. And then I remember it all again from that. But that, those few minutes in between, I just got no memory of it. I nearly missed the goal because um, Nasri, if you remember, had let the ball run out for the throw-in. And that, I lost the plot. I couldn't, I just, I just couldn't watch and I was walking away thinking that was it. And the guy who was next to me just pulled me back saying, here. And I, and I just saw the ball from Dion go through. So he saved me from missing the moment. Oh, my God. Uh, because, uh, and, and I think there's uh, videos of uh, fan reaction when the ball goes out and Nasri lets the ball run out. And if I remember right, right, Phillips threw it back in. Uh, they, they knew they were safe. And um, I don't think he gets enough credit for that. It was a newer, wasn't it? Because I remember a newer on this podcast said that he, he threw it back and he... Oh, it was a newer who threw it? Yeah. It was, sorry, right. Yeah, I think because I think he said that if it was anyone other than City, I think he would have done something a bit different, but he felt right. he couldn't time waste or he couldn't, you know... He yes, felt like he had I remember that now. Yeah, because yeah, Sean Wright Phillips was sitting down, on, sitting down on the wall by the corner flag, <laughs> watching it and chatting to all the City fans, watching it because he'd been subbed off. Well, we've got Ned Manua as our special guest on the next podcast. I'll tell you that now. So we, we have talked to him about it before, but uh, he will be back on the next podcast. Um, I'm not going to tell my story again because I've told it many times, but what I will say, I'll add this little one, is in the evening when I got home after that game, I got a phone call from Five Live, BBC Five Live, to go on, go on their late show with, uh, forget uh, what it's called now, the Irish presenter. Um, anyway, it was uh, I got a call to go. They, they, they picked me up in a taxi. I don't normally drink, but I, and I'd had a glass of champagne and whatnot. They were happy to pick me up in a in a, a taxi. I went there, and uh, on the other end of the phone, not in the studio, was Terry Christian, you know, the sort of plastic <laughs> Manchester United fan, um, and and he was obviously uh, uh, totally inebriated, and uh, and and. He came on, accused me of being an Oldham Athletic fan and living in Saddleworth and all sorts of other rubbish. And uh, I think I gave him the verbal runaround that day. And uh, I've got to say, it's one of the happiest memories of, uh, <laughs> of a fantastic day anyway. There were so many things about that day I'll never forget. But to actually be able to uh, outbox, as it were, Terry Christian on Five Live, because particularly of his situation, um, was particularly enjoyable. So, uh, yeah, a good day all around. 
I forgot what we were up to now. Oh yeah, that was the crowd, wasn't it? What was the crowd that day? So we'll start with uh, with Adam P. What was the what was the crowd at that game? I'm not confident with this one. I've gone for fifty-two six fifty. Fifty-two six fifty. Okay, let's go to uh, Andy. Uh, fifty thousand two hundred and twenty. Okay, this is the official crowd, remember, and uh, Adam W. It's pre-expansion, wasn't it? So 45,564, I've gone for a very strange number. But, yeah. um, I, I, you know what, I think that you are just about the nearest on that, Adam uh, W, that is, because the crowd was 47,435. So I'm going to give you the uh, the five no, points for that. Was not. <laughs> well, it might not have been. That's why I emphasised that it was the official crowd. So um, anyway, I mean, it, back to that uh, one at the Auto Windscreen Shield, three thousand and seven. I never particularly believed that that was the right crowd either. I think it was less than three thousand, and I think Bernard Holford, God bless him. Um, thought oh, we can't put down two thousand nine hundred and fifty-eight or something. It's bad enough that it's under three. You know, we've, we'll just add a few on over three thousand. So, um, and also there was the Charlton game when we beat them five-one on the last day of the season. I'm sure there were loads more than the actual official crowd that day. But we have to go off the official crowd, don't we? Right. Um, that last one in this round, um, Tottenham hold the record in the English top division for attendance. They hosted Bayer Leverkusen at Wembley in 2016. So that is the record. Now, some people say outside of Wembley, uh, but what they're really referring to, I suppose, is the fact that you know that was regarded as a league game for them. It wasn't a cup final or a semi-final. So you can be pedantic. Anyway, City are second in that list. You could call them top of that list for their FA Cup tie against Stoke at Main Road on the 3rd of March, 1934. I'm sure Adam W remembers it well. What was the <laughs> attendance? Um, 1934, 3rd of March. It's a very well-known game. Beat Stoke um, in the FA Cup. But what was the crowd? And I'm going to go with um, uh, Andy first on this one. Oh, got the right one. 81,000. Exactly. Yes. Okay. What about Adam W? Uh, Three million or something are you going for? <laughs> 83,000. 83, and that's an exact as well. And what's Adam P going for? I've gone for 84,569. And that is absolutely correct. Oh. And that is a 10-pointer. Oh. <laughs> you didn't Google that, did you? No, no. It was in there. It was in there. So at the end of that round, uh, Andy, who got nothing in that round, um, uh, Adam P moves on to 52, and Adam W goes into second place now, ahead of, uh, of Andy, on 29 points. So with one round to go, um, there is only one point behind second and third place. It's looking like Adam P is going to romp away with the virtual trophy. Uh, but, you know, you never know. So there are one, two, three, four questions in this round. Uh, just double check it. Yeah, four questions. Uh, the number of points you get for getting it absolutely right is 10. So it's still possible for anybody to win this. Goal times. We all remember Aguero's late title winning goal versus Queen's Park Rangers in 2012. But in what minute... Did Pablo Zabaleta open the scoring for City? 
I talked to Zabaleta, of course, on on the YouTube channel, Forever Blue YouTube channel. You can see it. Talked to him about the uh, the goal, the forgotten goal. Um, so if you're not seeing that, go go and have a look at it. Um, but the question is, what minute did he score that goal in? So Adam W, you're watching this at home as a 14 year old. 31. 31. He's saying, okay, uh, Adam P. I went 27. 27. And Andy? Uh, slightly earlier, 24. OK. And the winner is Adam W, because the goal went in on 39 minutes. So uh, that means that the five points, it wasn't exact, the five points goes to Adam W. Next question. In what minute of City's 6-1 win at Old Trafford did Mario Balotelli score his infamous Why Always Me goal? These bring back happy memories, you've got to say. Yeah. But can you remember the minutes, or at least guess correctly, the minutes of that goal? The Mario Balotelli Why Always Me goal. I think um, Chappie, the kit man, had put it on his shirt underneath so that when he lifted it up, You've all seen the picture a million times, but it doesn't say what minutes it was scored on. So that's that's something more more difficult. So Adam P, you're going first on this one. Oh, I don't know. I've gone 31st. 31. Andy? 32. 32. And Adam W. 21. Adam W gets it. It was 22. It was 22. Ooh. Uh, well and you, you know what? You, you could argue 21st, 22nd. You know what, Adam? I'm going to give you 10 points. No, no I'm going to give you seven points for that. Yeah. A bit more than the five, but not the full 10. So I'm going to give you seven for that. That was very, very close. Well done. Back in 1974, the penultimate question of the quiz. Um, in 1974, Dennis Law backheeled the winner at Old Trafford for City. In what minute? Back in 1974, Dennis Law backheeled the winner at Old Trafford for City. But in what minute? Who went first, by the way, on the last one? Me, I think. So it's going to be Andy on this one then. So Andy? 77. 77. Adam W? 81. 81. And Adam P? I want 86. 86. I'll tell you what, um, he's having a bit of a blinder in this round, Adam W. It was actually exactly 81 minutes. You yeah. got it spot on, 10 points. I mean, it was, it was a proper estimate. I don't know the minute. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I remember I wasn't at that game. I think it was pretty much the last derby I didn't attend. And, uh, and I was playing Subutio with a mate of mine at his house. He was a United fan, I was a City fan. And we were listening to it on the radio. And after that goal had been scored, uh, not immediately, I don't think, but soon after that, the crowd invaded. And the yeah. game, I don't know if you know this, but was never actually completed. Um, but the re result was allowed to stand. Um, and, and that was uh, you know, unique at the time, shall we say. Maybe these days they'd have come back after the crowd had gone out and played the extra two or three minutes, however long it was. But that, 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 that um, was never actually completed. Maybe the United fans are still whinging about it, I don't know. So um, let's move on to the final question. And I'll tell you what, this is getting a lot closer than you think. Um, there might still be a potential winner for Adam W. 
um, right on the rails. Uh, last question. In what minute did Yaya Toure score against United at Wembley in the 2011 FA Cup semi-final in that 1-0 win? Which I would argue is as significant as the Aguero or the 6-1 at Old Trafford. It was perhaps the, uh, the, the power shift in Manchester. So in what minute did Yaya Toure score against United at Wembley? If you're playing this at home, by the way, and you've been keeping a score... Um, you know, don't hesitate to direct message me or something like that and tell me how many you got and how much you humiliated these three by. <laughs> that would be that would be interesting to see. But obviously, be honest. What what minute did Yaya Torre score against United at Wembley in the 2011 FA Cup semi-final in the one 0 win? Thanks, by the way, to CharlesLouis.co.uk, Chartered Mortgage Advisors, for their sponsorship of the podcast. Much appreciated. Um, so. We will be back next week with another podcast. Neda Manua is our special guest as I build up the tension here. Um, I think it's Adam W who is um, coming up on the rails very rapidly here to go first with his guesstimate as to what minute Yaya Torre scored against United 2011 FA Cup semi-final in the 1-0 win. What are you going for, Adam? I'm struggling with this one because I never actually saw it. I was on a plane back from holiday. So I only found out as I landed that we'd actually won. So we were buzzing. I've still never seen the game. Um, I'm going to say 74. 74. This is a crucial, crucial number that he's just put, I've just written down now. Adam P, what are you going for? I have gone 65. 65, OK. Um, Andy, the last answer from you is? 72. 72. Which means, um, since the answer is 52, that means that Adam P will get the five points for that, which gives him a grand total of 57. It gives Andy a grand total of 28, 39, 49, 52. So it means that in third place with 28 points is Andy. In second place, rapidly coming up on the rail, but not quite getting there. There needed to be a sixth round for him to have done it, is Adam W, despite the disadvantage of youth, and Adam P, who sits neatly between our other two contestants age-wise, so obviously the all-rounder, um, has a final scoreline of 57 points. So well done to Adam P. You are the winner of the Forever Blue quiz. Well, There's no trophy. Well, it's just the honour. It's just the honour of winning <laughs> it. Um, but thanks very much for, for having a go. Uh, are any of you regular quizzers? No, I don't think I'll become one either after tonight. <laughs> I realise I've now got to look at my watch every time City score a goal yeah. and be sober. And write and a number down real score. <laughs> well, it's been great having the, the three of you on. We'll be back to normal service with the podcast next week. Hope you've enjoyed this as a slightly different diversion. Um, but, um, you know, you might not have got many points. You might have battered everybody into submission and got the most points. But whichever you did, remember, it's only for a laugh. And it's always great being blue, isn't it? See ya.